Curacast Podcast Emporium. Sometimes the adventure chooses you. Welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. With me today is Hated Gibson. All I hail the space princess, mortals. Wait, do you want to go through that 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 you were going by Trevor last time, or just just not care? You do not care. Well, you've already brought it up. So. Yeah, no, uh, you may remember me from previously on the show when I was going by the name Trevor, but in between now and then, I came out as non-binary, so I decided to go for a more gender-neutral name, so I'm going by Hayden now, but I'm still the same person on the inside, don't worry. We're going to be talking about Forge. You probably know who Forge is, right? I Okay, Jesse, this is the point in the podcast where I admit to you that my only point of reference for Forge is that uh, X-Men cartoon on Nicktoons from 2008, 2010, sometime Wolverine there. and the X-Men? Yes, Wolverine and the X-Men. That is my only point of reference for Forge, and he was just kind of a, kind of a techie nerd with a, with a metal leg. Oh, okay, so they didn't make him a... Um, techno shaman of which tribe? He's a techno shaman? He's a techno shaman. He's one uh, of them techno shamans? Cheyenne. He's Cheyenne. So he is a Cheyenne techno shaman who ha- who's, who uh has PTSD from the Vietnam War. <sighs> All right. Ten minutes. Ten, not even ten minutes in. And I'm already, uh, I'm already gonna get you off track, but Okay, you know how, like, so many uh, superhero origins for Marvel are tied to various wars, and as the as the characters continue, they keep having to, you know, jig the timeline a bit so that it lines up with current events? Yeah. Okay, what happens, like, 20 years from now, alright, when World War Two? was even farther away than it is now, where it becomes almost impossible for uh, for Magneto or uh, Professor Xavier to have been involved in that. Well, hopefully, two years from now, Xavier will still be dead, because he has been dead for a long time. Let's hope for that. Uh, and they'll just de-age Magneto a little bit, like they do occasionally. Like, he's still oh, yeah. really old, but like they just de-age him a little bit. Eventually, though, it's going to be, it's going to get to the point where they'll have, like, for it to be feasible that they were around then, they'll have to have been, like, babies. No, they'll just be like, hey, a time cube thing happened. Uh, We're all ten years younger. (laughs) Well, that's what happened with Old Cap. They just turned a young and into a Nazi. So, you know. Time cubes can do a lot of things. So Forge. Yeah, well Forge. Um so he's a Native American, and he's actually a well done Native American character. Really? Yes. 
Um, his powers just... aren't uh, channeling, his, channeling his wolf spirit and shooting arrows at people? Well, I mean, he does have ties to his culture, and he does have ties to the shamanic culture of the Cheyenne, but it's done in a very respectful way. Um, oh, also... Can, wait, sorry. Before before you start, yeah, I need you to describe his outfit in this. All right, uh, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone, uh, everyone in between in the audience. Uh, what I need you to imagine is if, okay, picture in your mind Freddie Mercury, and Freddie Mercury is wearing some hot, hot pants. Right, like these things are cut high, like like he- sizzling, like. Oh, they're just, they're framing the goods, like, really well. It's working. And it's some of the goods leg. is his metal oh, leg. Oh, he's wearing a, 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 a fracking pimp, he's got a fracking pimp cane, and uh, he's, he's wearing, wearing sneakers. Like a, uh, yeah, he's wearing, like, Adidas. Like and blue sneakers. A, he, yeah, he's not wearing a shirt, either. He's just got, like, a jacket that's open. And it's With a glorious. gold watch. Like, this is, I dig this. Like, I 100%, they could have just gave, given him just an X-Men uniform, but no, they were just like, look at this dude. He has a lot going on for him. Oh, yeah. He is, oh, just top-notch. I love it. Does he have yeah. a mustache? The resolution isn't... He has a mustache. Oh, no, it's Freddie Mercury, like, 100%. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if Freddie Mercury had a metal leg and was at one of those techno shamans from Nam, his real name is unrevealed. I wait, let me see at this point it is. Let me see if they have it. Um no, it's unrevealed. Like to this day, it's just been forged. So that's cool, I guess. He's an inventor working for the US government. And former soldier. Um, his identity is not secret. Um, apparently, another alias he had was the Maker, which is uh, currently Reed Richards, the uh, Ultimate Reed Richards name. That's like in that, the main is that, main is that Marvel like a universe. Title or something of like a thing that I should know. Um, no, the maker, the maker for Reed Richard, the Reed Richards, I th- I think they just maybe took the title that Forge used to have and put it on him. He's single, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, let's, let's, Jesse, let's not play around. It's gentlemen. It's gentlemen, probably. It's probably gentlemen. Like, oh, gentlemen. Like, look, my, look at those arms. In an ideal world, it's gentlemen. So he's basically been trained as a sorcerer. He has a unusual talent for inventing mechanical devices. Like basically his mutant power is he's really good at inventing. How Jesse, what is your opinion on X-Men with powers that are really vague? Like the idea is that it's like it's like genetic mutations, so they're somewhat science ish based, like but there's some mutants like Scarlet Witch or something, or like Forge, where it's like you can kind of do magic. Okay, well, technically, 
In canon, oh, 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 Scarlet break- Witch oh, is not. Wh- why are you breaking out? Why are you breaking out these thick rimmed glasses, Jesse? Like right now, Scarlet Witch is not a mutant because they wanted to take those ties away for movie rights reasons. Uh, okay, <laughs> so- no, okay. A better example would be uh, would be Domino, where it's like l- yes, something okay, like that. Well, like i okay. i understand kind of what her powers are supposed to be but i'm not certain how they make sense you know so um let me just go through his powers at least in this case uh he has a superhuman talent for invention of mechanical devices uh his power his his powers function similarly to cyphers who who has ability to understand language um his talent does not mean he's a greater inventor than geniuses such as Reed Richards, uh, Doctor Doom, or Iron Man. Basically, he can, like, without knowing what he needs to do, his brain kind of subconsciously makes the plans in his head. So, so it's like it's so instead of so instead of him being a genius inventor, it's more like he is a um inspired inventor so it's like inspiration hits and he knows what he needs to make and he makes it in certain certain animals have evolved in certain ways that they just kind of do things on instinct because they've it's like hardwired into their dna to do these things in order to survive and that's kind of how his mutation works but it's helps him build things his instinct is to build things Okay, he like his bra- his brain subconsciously knows how to put these things together and recognize these patterns to build machines even if he's not consciously aware that uh, that like oh you attach this thing to this thing and you can make this thing or whatever and or code it this or that or whatever. Yeah, so that's basically what it is, which I never had it cuz I just kind of accepted it but I never thought about it. Like, <laughs> which honestly is like probably a big barrier t- for uh, my enjoyment for a lot of X Men comics is like g- I think too hard about it when I probably shouldn't. Well, my okay, my big problem with some of the mutant powers is when it's vague, but you can kind of maybe put some techno babble behind it or some sciencey words. I could be like, okay, it makes sense within reason. But then there's also people who. Uh, my name is Ajax, and I'm and I'm really good with an axe, and that's his mutant power. He's just good with an axe. Or or the Silver Samurai. Hey, um, my mutant power is I'm really good with this one specific sword. Yeah, like I mutant powers in my like the most basic definition of or example of a mutant power is something like someone like uh. Marrow or Wolverine or something where it's like a biological extension of it it it's like biological in some way you know like you grow extra bones or something like that or you heal really fast or things like that you know which you know is not like what like mutants are really like it's it means a lot of different things but like that 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 was always the definition that I was most comfortable with for like 
Yeah, it's, I don't know. Like, I'll have a, I'll probably go more into it when we hit one of those mutants who's like, has an extremely vague power or extremely specific power. I feel like it needs to be somewhere in between. So, like, what's oh, his- Oh, this is before a major event that broke open Forge's backstory. Oh, really? Um, yeah. This is when he's working for the uh, government, and uh, he neutralized Storm's powers. Before she, um, around the time she fought Callisto without her powers and became the absentee leader of the Morlocks stuff. He also, do you know who Rom the Space Knight is? Jesse, you know I don't. <laughs> okay, well, he is a, a toy tie-in comic that actually had a way longer comic book run than this toys were popular. And uh, apparently he used uh, he he used the technology that the Space Knights had, which Rom is one of them, that, that, a.k.a. Rom the Space Knight, uh, and he has a thing called the Neutralizer. So what he did was he made a Neo Neutralizer based off of that after he saw it being used. It was just like, hey, the government doesn't like mutants right now, and I'm working for the government. So I'm going to make a thing that gets rid of mutant powers? That's another thing that's always been weird. Like, mutant powers are all really different from each other. So one device that can shut down mutant powers seems a bit... It's like, it's, it's like X-Men is a big convoluted mess and will never be that great if you take, take into account everything. Jesse, did, uh, did Forge build the, uh, the, x-man plane whatever it's called i think he made one of them the blackbird oh yeah that thing because i know in uh wolverine and the x-men he uh he built uh their their fly planes yeah he built at least one of them i think um that that's something's always been funny in marvel like every team has a super jet of some kind and it's all the same jet it's the same jet every time. It just has a different well, name. Some some of the teams just takes the Quinjet designs or take a spare Quinjet or the... Wait, sorry. Let me do that. Some of the teams are gifted a Quinjet from from Stark. So... Like the Blackbird uh, and the Quinjet are basically the same thing. They're, they're shaped differently. Oh, come, the Quinjet, the come Quinjet, on. The Quinjet is more blocky. They do the same thing. It's basically Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? At this point, you may say, like, well, that bird and that jet flies, so they're pretty much the same no, okay, thing. Okay, wait a minute. At least, at least the Fantastic Four's plane, like... Is like, dumb separ- looking? It's, but it separates <laughs> into, like, four smaller planes, so it it's different in that respect, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, like, Reed Richards doesn't know how to make something look good. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Jesse, we're gonna get into this because basically the Teen Titans had the same plane, and that plane was awesome. AK plugs. Well, I, uh, spend a lot of time, uh, spend a lot of time in my house working on projects no one cares about. <laughs> one of those projects is called They See Me Rollin'. It's a D&D actual play podcast that uh, I'm on with uh, three of my friends. 
It's uh, it's a goofy f- uh, fantasy world with many goof ups and fun adventures. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, definitely check it out. Uh, this last episode almost broke one of uh, one of the other players emotionally. I'm sorry, Jody, <laughs> but it had to be done. This is Jesse. I have a podcast called Random Sampling, where me and my lovely podcast cohort, Carrie Nelson, talk about random stuff that pops up on wikis. I also have a podcast called Turn to Page, where you can find me and other people like Hayden and Jody and other people uh, read choose-your-own-adventure books and, and adventure and junk. Um, yeah, like all the hosts of They See Me Rollin' were guest hosted an episode of uh, Turn to Page. Yeah. Uh, if um, if you would like to support the show, you can give me some cold hard cash via Patreon. Um, you can get extra bonus episodes, and maybe by the time this comes out, I'll have a fun little thing based off of a book I just finished called League of Regrettable Heroes. Um. That's real fun. Or I'll start doing the teams or something, but that'll be some bonus episodes you can get for $1, as well as turn-to-page bonus episodes. Um, if you would like to support me with no money, I would prefer some money, though, uh, <laughs> you can rate, review, subscribe, and stuff like that. And uh, the artwork is done by Ryan Healy. This has been Alphabet Flight. May Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night.